0: I feel like she normally says something.
1: She said it to me. Oh, She did. She Go said ahead.
0: recording in progress. Welcome to the Radical Existence podcast. This podcast is part of a bigger movement and online community where we cook together, move together, breathe together, and be together. The ideas you hear on the podcast are just the tip of the iceberg. If you want to join the conversation, head over to radicalexistence.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, rate, and review. We appreciate you helping to share our message. Hi, Natalie. Hey, Jen. (laughs) Uh, So welcome back to Radical Existence, listeners. Uh, We're happy that you're here. And we're talking about a non-conventional topic.
1: What could it be? Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh,
0: We're talking about fitting out.
1: Ooh.
0: What do you think the opposite of fitting out is? Oh, huh? Fitting in. Fitting in. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so we're talking about the opposite of fitting out and that is um or, no, we're talking about the opposite of fitting in, which is fitting out. Natalie, I'll tell you how this topic came to my mind and to my heart this last week. I was, mm, I've been kind of having feelings of fitting out lately. Um, I'm involved with an online community that I love so much. I obviously, you know, have a full work life and have a full friend life, I would say. Just, I, you know, I live in my life. <laughs> and um, my life is wildly different than a lot of the people that I know. I'm in my mid-30s. I'm single. I don't have kids. Uh, I'm trying to build a business in my mid thirties, you know, and, um, my life looks a lot different than a lot of the people that I hang out with that, that I know. Luckily my philosophies with, um, say approaches to health and things like that. I have a lot of people in my community that jive with, um, with that kind of stuff. So it's nice that I have people to relate to, but as far as, um, yeah, kind of outward outward similarities. They're just not quite there. And it really got to me. I mean, it really, really wore on my spirit. And by Friday of this week, I was just kind of down and out, like really feeling sad and, you know, not sorry for myself, not regretting my situation. Absolutely not. I love my life, but just feeling disconnected. So I got down on my knees, did my meditation and, you know, breathing and just kind of letting the feelings flow through, which um, we got to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I came to was this idea of fitting out, you know, it's okay to have a life that looks different than other people's. These have been my choices all along the way. And I was an active participant in my choices. I don't feel like life happened to me. I feel like my life is the manifestation of my, you know, priorities, the things that I, I wanted for my life. Um, and in addition to that, what got me out of my funk, aside from just like letting it happen, you know, so you got to go through the funky feelings to get out, um, was this idea of being drawn to something that had a more positive energy. To it. So for me, that feels like radical existence right now. I look at this as a gift that I have this time and this space and the ability to focus on creating this thing that I think is going to be really special and it's going to work for the right people and it won't work for some, which is, you know, fine and not a judgment on the people it won't work for. But um, yeah, I feel grateful that I get to take the time to create this thing with like all of the studying I've done to create something that really feels like it's a helpful offering in the world. Anyway, so I think the opposite or like the way that you can stand in your fitting outness is by being very drawn to the reasons why you fit out. So (laughs) listeners, (laughs) today, Natalie and I decided that we would talk about the ways that we fit out and um, yeah, just kind of like wrap on it. Just here's how I've, you know, gone away from what traditionally was being asked of me or the ideas that I had in my head of um, what, what fitting in would be and how I made my own choices. Uh, And I really wanted to, to start this conversation out with this. It is such a privilege to be able to fit out and to find gratitude in it. Um, as far as like pressures from my family or the pressures that people may feel from their outward circumstances, I have a very light pressure load when it came to expectations of, you know, getting married, grandkids, Ivy League, you know, schooling or whatever, I had very little pressure in that way. And so I just want to acknowledge the person that grew up or like, you know, whatever the circumstance may be where you're like, look at these girls talking about fitting out. Um, we still want to give you strength to fit out and to like move with your own personal, um, knowing force radical existence, but to acknowledge that, all of our situations were different. And so it is a privilege to be able to fit out in such a, an extreme way on my end. Um, so there's that. Natalie, I know that you, I gave you this, or I let you know about this topic in advance yes. so that you could put your thoughts together. What, just kind of give us <clears throat> your story and what ways do you feel like you moved away from the grain and um,
1: yeah. So I feel like I kind of grew up always wanting to fit in. I was, um, I don't know, like I uh, always wanted to be liked. Um, I had a hard time, well, in elementary school, there was, um, I went to a private Catholic elementary school. So very few kids in my class and we went from kindergarten through eighth grade with the same class And I had definitely some years where I was, uh, I didn't have any friends and, you know, it was, it was rough. Um, so I think with that, I kind of, it led me into this world of needing to fit in because I wanted those friends. I wanted to be, um, liked. And so for so many years, I went through that with just, yeah, living that life of normal, you know, um, I think then maybe by about my senior year, I think is when I started to become my own and started to dress differently than everyone else. And, um, and realize that I didn't have to fit in. I didn't have to look like everyone else. I didn't have to have a million friends. And I remember my dad saying, Natalie, like, because I was so focused on, like, people liking me, um, and I remember my dad saying, Natalie, like, it doesn't matter how many friends you have. In mm-hmm. the end, you know, your family is going to be there for you, and a handful of, like, good, solid friends, and I never believed them, but I think about my senior year. I, I think I my mind shifted, and I was like, you know what? I am who I am, and this is um, move, I'm moving forward. Um, so that's kind of, I think, yeah, when I just started to, I don't know, think for myself and, um, and then college, I was trying to figure out what I was doing in life. And I grew up with pretty much majority of my family is, um, are educators. So, My dad's a teacher. Um, My mom was in education. My uncle, my aunt, like I have a lot of people in my family that are um, that are in education. So when I started to go to college, I was just taking (laughs) random classes. (laughs) My thoughts sounded fun. Um, And finally, my dad sat me down and was like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I think I want to be a therapist. <laughs> and he was like, Natalie, that's a lot of school. You don't really like school. Um, and he was like, that's years, years in school, of school. So I was like, OK, well, maybe this or maybe that. And again, it was just a lot of school. And I had already been in college <laughs> for two years. So it was time for me to like figure this out. So I finally was like, what about cosmetology school? And of course my dad being an educator was like, that's a trade school. Like that is, what are you, you know, my older sister had already graduated from Sac state. Like, you know, pretty much everyone in my family had a four-year degree. And, um, and I was just, you know, so he was really like, what, like cosmetology school. What, what do you do with that? Like, where do you go with that? And, um, I was like, I think that you can make some money doing hair, you know, <laughs> like I think that that's like a career. So I feel like that's what I really stepped outside of my family's normal. I mean, hairstylists, obviously, or there's a lot of them. But um, I think that, that the trade school thing is, you know, our society has it that you have to go to college and that's how you make money. And um, so for me, that's how I kind of stepped out of fitting in you know? so yeah
0: I love it um thank you for that I and just to something I've known about you for years and years and years is that you really like your career too at the end oh, yeah. of the day like yeah Definitely. I don't it was this um unknown blessing you kind of followed your something and it it turned out good Natalie, thanks for that because I never realized the start of my fitting outness. And yeah, I've fit out since day one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have this bright orangish red hair and it's kind of simmered down in my, you know, age. But I was always definitely stood out, you know, that way, just physically. Um, Extremely short, too. So I'm just like all of the awkward things. But in elementary school, yeah, I would say... I kind of went to a similar school where it was a very small school and uh, I didn't fit in at all. And I tried so hard. I remember coming one day in like fourth or fifth grade with like these big baggy Stussy. Do you remember Stussy? Oh
1: yes. yeah, (laughs) I remember it.
0: (laughs) And you know, my parents would like put in a little extra money so I could get this brand name. And I tried to dress like the other girls, you know, who were dressing like skater boys, which was I don't know what was going on in our school, but anyway, I just, I always tried to fit in and I just never felt like I did. I had friends, you know, there was a group of us, but I just never felt a part of something. And then I went to junior high and high school and that was a mess. That's when I really feel like I closed into myself, you know, really was shy, you know, and I don't know, you, when have you known me to be shy? You know, right. Like actually, <laughs> just, quiet and i felt like i was living in um did you ever see the movie the prestige no uh -uh. okay it's a really great movie i highly suggest it but it's kind of like houdini-esque and like in the water tank that's how i felt like i was living where there was just like this layer between myself and the world you know i just was really sunken into myself and um that lasted for a while until high school. and then I got into my rebellious phase around senior year. That's funny that it was oh, the same with yeah. you. Um, yeah, I started smoking. I dyed my hair black. I just like did anything to be different than who I was um naturally. And I don't know, it evolved over time, but yeah, it was really, I hadn't thought about fitting out going that deep in, mm-hmm. uh, or like that far back. So thanks for bringing that up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to go down memory lane and to be right. so thankful to be out of it now.
1: <laughs> totally. Totally. Um,
0: so I guess in what ways Natalie, in your day to day, do you feel like you fit out now?
1: Um, I feel like, I mean, my appearance, (laughs) I feel like, um, I, you know, have purple hair and, um, I feel like my style is not necessarily one of a 42 year old. Um, so, uh, yeah, I feel like in that, in that sense, I definitely, you know, if I stood next to, a another 42 year old. and definitely fitting out. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, like I, appearance for sure.
0: I feel you Natalie, as far as appearance, it's so funny. I just feel like I've always been, I'm just me. I wear my yoga pants a lot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and looking at other people in their mid thirties, I definitely feel like I look difference I would say younger but that might not always be the case but just I I just have a different look to me than traditionally a 30 something woman would look um trying to figure that one out I still don't know what the right thing yeah to do.
1: I don't know what else I I kind of um I just kind of moved my own, <laughs> my own drum I feel like I I um I'm not, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say I'm conventional in even like my thought process or, um, yeah, my career path, like, or even, even, you know, talking to people right now, it's like so divided in our country. And I feel like I'm fitting out in that way. Like, I don't want to be on one side or the other. I'm, I lie somewhere in between. And I think a lot of people do, but we're forced right now to kind of be, this way or that way. And I still feel like I'm, I am fighting that. Like, I don't want to be that. So, um, I'm rebelling against that <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah.
0: Natalie, you are owning this conversation. Cause that is something I wanted to get to was fitting out with your beliefs. It is so hard to stand your ground, uh, at- least I just had this happen at work where you have someone saying their beliefs very, you know, outright and with conviction. And it is such a challenge to stand your ground and to still Mm -hmm. be, you know, to not react with anger, right? But to listen to them because that everybody deserves to have their own opinion and their truth, right? For me to say your truth is wrong is me just fueling the fire, you know? But to right. be able to sit and to listen and to still say with a calm, strong voice, that's not what I believe, you know, it's, um, it's my favorite way to practice spitting out, you know, totally, I totally. will listen and I will hear you, but this is what I think, you know? Right. And um, for so long,
1: I think like in my industry, it was like, I kind of just like laughed things off and, um, you know, if someone said something that I didn't agree with and, I think that there's a respectful way of, of saying that I don't agree without making it an argument. And so I think that that's kind of same, like where I've learned to not necessarily keep it in, you know, Oh, okay. That person said something that's like, you know, the opposite of what I believe in. Um, and for so long it's like, Oh, I don't want to like ruffle anyone's feathers. So I'm just gonna you know, laugh, you know, (laughs) change the subject, but yeah, you're right. Like there is a way of, I, and I don't have to agree with everyone, no one, and not everyone has to agree with me. And I think that that's something that we've kind of lost. And so it is, um, yeah. And, but I'm, I feel like I'm the same. Like, I don't want to be angry at people. That's not logical. Like it's not logical that we're, that we have to be angry at someone because they don't believe the same things as us. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's been interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, Natalie, can I tell you a story about fitting out for, yes. for me? Yes. Okay. So I have this tattoo on my forearm, right? The tattoo is uh, of. of a mirror like a Victorian mirror and the idea I went to this yoga retreat and I got this mirror on me because it was to remember that the answers are always within so to look inside yourself Um, people make the joke like mirror mirror on the wall anyway it's not so much the tattoos meaning that is my way of fitting out but it's the placement of it so I grew up uh, you know dancing wanting to do musical theater as a career <laughs> <laughs> and, um had I had it my way this is where I tried to fit in had I had it my way I would be covered in tattoos most likely <laughs> I love tattoos I think they're gorgeous I love having art on my body and we will probably invest in a few more here and there um but the placement of having a visible tattoo uh was a sign of me evolving out of the dream of ever you know Working musical theater, which is funny because I I did a professional gig after having that. Such a pain in the butt to cover it. You can just cover them with makeup. Totally. (laughs) Uh, But I didn't have that. I don't know why I didn't have that thing. But just putting this on my body in a visible place to me was the sign of like I am becoming more my own self. You know, this is the kind of person that I. Would be if I wasn't trying to fit in with this other you know culture and crowd and you know it was kind of smart I guess in my 20s to like know that if there's a job available and you don't have to cover the girl with the tattoos she's gonna you know the other girl will get the job if you have to like think about covering the girl's tattoos so you know hindsight whatever but um that's a story for me about fitting out yes
1: Totally, in my totally. own
0: life, you know, tattoos yes. are like regular now. Everybody has them, but
1: yeah, but like just- <laughs> even even like my tattoo that I I have one that I got one as for one on my fortieth birthday, and no one else in my family has tattoos, and so it was like this huge thing of. And my husband does not did not want me to get a tattoo at all, so I was just like nope getting it like because so I get it and it's on my wrist where everyone can see all the time and um yeah so I definitely felt like I was uh yeah everyone has to have tattoos now but in that sense I was like haha family I'm getting <laughs> this tattoo <laughs> I don't care what you think <laughs> uh, I
0: love yeah. that yeah I know I definitely was like dad, what would you think if I got a visible tattoo? And he's like, it's your body. It's up to you. (laughs) My dad's so progressive. I love it. Yes. (laughs) Uh. Um, So lastly, or not lastly, but uh, another way that I think we both fit out is with our choices kind of of lifestyle. I mean, living healthy, obviously is something that's very, I don't even want to say trendy, but I think at a certain age, you start to care about your health, right? And what, however you approach it is the way you approach it. But it's definitely not easy to, you know, people get nervous about, like, at least for me, when I was vegetarian and vegan for like 10 years of my life, you know, people are like, Ooh, you know, dancing around, like, what can you eat? Why do you do this? They're always coming up. Where do you get your protein? All these things that they've been like, that they've learned to believe are true and to have to like educate people on mm-hmm. like, more radical choices, you know, um, it's, it's frustrating to fit out at times, you know, cause you don't feel at least for me, I don't want to have to go somewhere and have people judge my protein intake you know like totally like that it drives me bonkers um and i also don't want to get into a confrontation about it so i just smile and you know say i'm doing me
1: <laughs> yeah totally um, totally yeah. yeah and i think so many people do kind of i i don't know like with yeah vegetarian and vegan it's like I remember my sisters both going well first vegetarian and then vegan and um and now they're back to vegetarian but um yeah I was I was concerned I was like how are you getting enough protein and blah blah <laughs> you know it's like what are you doing why are you doing it you know and all these questions about that and um when in in reality it's like who who cares like yeah and and now like i we we have family parties and i you know it's like i just cook food and they eat what they can eat and you know it's like Thanks. i don't know but yeah um i think something that's fitting out is this whole community that we're building and i think that um It's something that's not in the norm of the 90 day program or the, you got to look like this. Um, You know, so that's another way that you and I are fitting out together. Um,
0: We're using all our fitting outness. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I love it. You don't have to do it a certain way, nor do we subscribe to one, you know, this is the way to do it in order to like. All we're doing is facilitating a space for people to come back to themselves. We're not the gurus. I mean, yes, we have our, you know, education and our foundation and we're not just leading people astray, but at the end of the day, there are so many things beyond, so many things beyond a protocol that helps someone get healthy you know so that's what we're doing here and it is a radical idea honestly like get back to yourself (laughs) definitely (laughs) to wrap this one up fitting out comes from a bigger draw than the desire to fit in and so connecting with that draw connecting with I'm going to say it probably a gazillion times on this podcast, but connecting with your deepest core values, your like personal standards and having your own back and building strength in that relationship allows you to fit out with confidence. And then it allows other people to do the same, which, you know, is not our, I guess it's not our intention at the end of the day to change anyone else's points of view, but to just fit out enough that other people feel comfortable in exploring the way they can fit out as well. Love it. So listeners, we have a question for you. In what ways do you fit out? In what ways do you feel like you want to fit out or need to fit out and uh, yeah, we want to hear from you. Connect with us on our social media. We have uh, our Facebook and our Instagram at Radical Existence. Yeah. Let us know how you feel about fitting out. Okay, Natalie, I think that's it for this one. Love it. We'll see Love you guys next see you time. Next week. <laughs> okay.